Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Sure. It's a new season, new opportunity, fresh start. We're all excited. But it's not exciting because it's the beginning. I mean, we've been doing this for decades. The excitement is the evolution. Knowing that the game and the way that we see it, it'll never stop changing. But no matter where this game takes us, we're here for it. Because the only feeling stronger than excitement is the fear of missing what happens next. Keyshawn, J. Willemax, ESPN Radio, the ESPN app. You can probably have it on your phone already if you don't download it. One app, one tap. Let's go! Hear us anywhere on the ESPN app. ESPN2, you can listen to KJM on your smart speaker. Say, play ESPN Radio. We pop right up. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. Uh, Harry Douglas in for key today. Again, uh, Jay and I both got fooled off the top of that Ryan Clark narrated Just the piece. first sentence, HD. I thought, wait, that is Harry Douglas. first sentence sounds very much like the tonality of one Mr. Harry Douglas. You know what I mean? Look, Max, read your text message. I just sent Max yeah. the message. What, read what the message just said. I thought it was me again narrating. <laughs> Harry, Harry thought Literally. it fooled Harry, too. <laughs> Keyshawn J. Willemax coming to you live from the Seaport District, Pier 17, brought to you by Chase. Yeah, got us all. When it fools the person, wait, it sounds so much like the person that they think it's them. And they, yeah. It's crazy. I don't know. I guess how, how much, how, how far is, uh, I mean, I guess you guys are from more or less the same area of the country, right? Yeah, I think RC's from Louisiana. From I'm, from, Louisiana. I'm from Georgia. So. Yeah. I, mean, but I mean, it's still the South. Yeah, it's the South. With an F. With an F. With yeah, F. Not, South. Not with a TH. Right. South. Right. South. Right. South. Right. Yeah. It's there more than like you ever, you ever spend extended time in the South? What do you mean by extended time? I don't know, like a couple months? <laughs> no, like I never like a couple South? months straight living in the South. No, See, but Max, you're telling really stories. Right. I know yeah, you didn't been to one of them old Magic City Mondays, Max. I know you didn't been to a Magic City. When it got you some lemon pepper loose and everything. I know you asked. What he asked was that I spent months in the No, the most I ever spent living in a place even anywhere near the South would be I had an apartment in D.C. for 15 no, months when I hosted Around the Horn. It's not the South, and yeah. I, I didn't even really live there. I was back and forth. See, just the whole way of life is different, man. I, it, Harry, I'm telling you, like North, North Carolina, like I'm all for it. I'm all for going to the grocery store and spending 100 bucks and feeling like I could eat for two weeks. Right. Like, it, or, or not having to put your, your cart up a little ramp uh, that takes your cart upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> That blew my mind. Just the whole, everything about it. How do I get upstairs? You got to put your card on the little thing. Somebody actually asking you, Harry, how you doing today? You're like, you know what? God bless your heart. I'm doing all right. How about people actually just being nice? Yeah, welcome to it, Max. Max has no idea what world we're even talking about. No, I I mean, I've been, what do you think? I've never been there. His hands on his hip. 
He's just tight no, naturally. It's on my leg. He's it's naturally on my leg. tight. What are you talking about being nice? The hell with being nice. nice. <laughs> We're New Yorkers. New York, you hold the door open for somebody like, what do you want? Like, I just, Actually, I just, New York is not that rude, tell you the truth. What are you talking about? Because what you find is when a lot of people live in the same confined space, it actually requires a lot of cooperation, much more than you would think. I don't find New Yorkers rude. I mean, they're, they're quick. I wouldn't say they're rude. Uh, uh, I think they just they say what's on their mind. Well, maybe that could be. Yes. Is that a bad thing? The only people that are nice or the only things that are really nice up there are the fat rats that's running around when I'm walking to Seaport in the morning times. They'd be out. <laughs> They'd be out. They, got, the they, they got, got key. They, they got jumped key, key taking the long way to school. They jumped key. They got <laughs> yeah, key they early got one key morning. They got key taking the long way to school. He's not going through that alley. He came in here sweating like he ran him I off. Seen a, I seen a family get run over, <laughs> literally. Jeez. Family of rats oh, get so. ran over. So um, transition off that, Max. Hmm. Yeah, transition Tom Brady, speaking of rats, no, listen. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What? Tom Brady goes in depth. What? On balancing parenting and football, guys. Um, I like, like a I new think, book coming. I out. think Brady's interesting to listen to. Actually, you would think eh, it's, he's got too much of an image to uphold. He won't say enough. But in fact, particularly since he left New England, he seems to say things that that it. You know, I think even when he's not really spilling the beans, you can read into him a bit. Here he is on Let's Go Podcast with Tom Brady, Larry Fitzgerald, and Jim Gray, Sirius XM. I think I alluded to a few weeks ago, you know, everyone deals with different things in their life. And um, because we're, you know, you play out on a big stage and a big, there's a big camera that's always on you. You're living your life, but you're living your sports life too. And they're covering sports, but they're, you know, they're covering your life too. And you're living your life and you can't stop your life even though sports is happening. So, you know, we all have different things that are going on. And I think once football season comes, I really lock in on what I need to do and how I need to focus and how it, the kind of commitment I need to make for the organization so that we can maximize our potential as a team. And that's the commitment I've always made. And I've tried to do that in the best way possible and try to bring as much joy as I can to the people that are, are watching. I never felt like I ever wanted to cheat anyone with that. Uh, um, look, I, I, don't th- I think many of us can relate to being middle-aged, which he is, right? And, and having middle-aged problems. You have a family. You have your older generation who becomes enfeebled as they get older. You start to worry about the fact that the end is going to come soon for them. The, the, you have the younger generation that you're now raising. You have to worry about their future. You have to – their lives. You want to be an involved parent. You have, uh, you know, relation, other relationships. You're like, it's, it's a tough time of life. So, so a lot of people can relate to that just kind of generally. But then in addition, he's an international superstar, married to another international superstar. Everything he does is under a microscope, right? I, I, I can ima- He's also at an age where every other player ever has been long retired. I can only imagine, or maybe I can't even imagine, everything he's going through. But that said, Jay, does it sound more and more like this is his last season? I, I, I don't read into everything being Tom's last, but... Look, any kind of friction or, you know, quote-unquote, if there is friction between fans, that's the hardest part, I think, for Tom, frankly. I mean, that, there, was a, there was a juncture here at ESPN where I was literally, Harry, traveling five days out of the week, right? And the strain that that put on my wife at home with our first child, it was very challenging for us, right? Communication-wise, always talking, I wasn't around, she was going through a lot of different changes. You know, I'm now having my third child. 
Like you, you talk about that. I mean, having a family, dad not really being around, everybody telling you things. Here's another one for you, Harry. People telling your wife things that you haven't got a chance to tell your wife yet. And you and your wife have that intimate relationship, right? How to deal with that. Yeah. Uh, and then everybody having some kind of say on what your future is intimately. There, there's a toll on that. And as much as people live in a celebrity eye, uh, after a certain point, you love football. But, man, you love your family more. And I think that's just one part, Jay, that a lot of fans don't understand about professional athletes. And even uh, you talk about professional broadcasters and what we do right now because – at this moment, I'm traveling a lot, and, and one of the things I have to make sure is that I am present when I'm away from home, and I'm present while I am at home. So in, in the morning times when I have to come on to KJM when I'm up in New York, I will get up at like 3.30, but I will make sure I send videos and stuff, you know, to my kids so they can see them, and then I tell my wife to make sure they ha- they ha- she has it on ESPN, too, so they can see Daddy. And it's to the point now to where my daughter – even wants to be a sports broadcaster. So I'm going to take her on a few of the game day trips Mm -hmm. so she can watch it from behind the scenes. And that's going to mean a lot to her. But it's one of the things that a lot of people don't really understand because they look at athletes as being in the limelight and being stars. But you got to realize, man, Athletes are human beings, too. They go through issues as well. You'll be surprised how many teammates I had, and even times with me, well, I'm like, dang, okay, I need to buckle down on this. Or my wife is not going to tell me what I want to hear, but what I need to hear. Hey, you need to be better in this area, that area. And at the same time, on the opposite side of it, we can't be too prideful not to take the, the coaching because communication is key, Jay. I think you said something key right there. It's like communication is key in everything. But there have been times in my household, too, where people have told my wife things mm-hmm. before I told her. And I had to explain to her, listen, I, have, I, was, I haven't even got a chance to tell you yet because they told you already. Those are just issues that – but we're not even talking about on the field now. When we're just Tom talking Brady, about off the field. When Tom Brady first retired, he's talked about – his family wanting him to stop. They've sacrificed so much for him. Now it's time to sacrifice for them. If you recall, Jay, at the time, I said, that doesn't sound like a good reason to stop. In other words, you can't live your life for other people. It doesn't work. And, and so I thought that was an excuse, that he was just – he had to retire for other reasons. Maybe he wanted to come back with the, with the, the, um, I want to say, with the Dolphins or something like that. But I think as time has gone on, maybe he really was getting pressure from his family to stop and realized after several weeks, I can't. I can't stop. I can't live my life for someone else. What family can like only play me? second fiddle for so long. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I have a different view. Yeah, yeah I, I okay. get it. I get it. Tom, but, but Tom is more passionate seven about, Super Bowls. If you're like, passionate he's, he's about, for yeah, a long time. If you're passionate about something you, and you give it up for someone else, you're going to wind up resenting them. I don't think that really works. Um, Matthew Stafford. And his elbow injury is going to be an issue all season. Well, hopefully not, but is that an overreaction? Keyshawn. Why would I mess up this fake? Jay Will. What up, baby? And Max. We could just talk about the pizza if you want. Listen to Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio. Everywhere you are. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. 
You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Keyshawn, J. Will and Max. Harry Douglas in for Key today. ESPN Radio, which you can hear on the ESPN app. We are presented by Progressive Insurance and joined now by ESPN NFL insider extraordinaire, Dan Graziano. Extraordinaire. What's up, Dan? Not too much. Did you write down that description for yourself? Extraordinaire? It does. It says it right here. He wrote mm-hmm. it down. In fact, part of his appearance is in, in the contract. You have to say extraordinaire. Yeah. Oh, new <laughs> contract. Yeah. yeah. New I, contract, got that, yeah. I got that in there. Yeah. yeah. It's good. Because Max only reads what's on the prompter. Like, what's like, up, Graz? Like, like at the end, I think DiMaggio always had to be introduced as like the greatest, the greatest living. living. Greatest living. Like, yeah. If he was going to appear, like that was, a, that was a condition of it. Yeah, your DiMaggio's, your yeah, yeah, yeah. Graziano's. That's sure, right. absolutely. Yeah. So that's good. That's good. <laughs> When I was a kid, by the way, if someone heard Graziano, you thought Rocky Graziano, yeah, Rocky. the middleweight champ. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't get a lot of that anymore. You don't get it anymore. No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know Rocky Graziano is anymore. A lot of people remember yeah. Rocky. Paul Newman played him in the movie. Somebody yeah, up there likes did. me, and he people did. are like, Paul Newman, who's that? Yeah. Right. That was me, by the way. I'm like, yeah. who's Paul Newman? The salad dressing guy? Yeah. yeah. Yes, actually, Same he is guy. the salad dressing guy. Uh, Same guy. Okay. Same guy. Yep. Um, Whoa, boy. See you on TikTok? What were we supposed to talk about? Well, we're going to play a little overreaction. What's going on in there? We're going to play a little overreaction, not overreaction, Dan. Are you ready? Open Paul Newman TikTok account. All right, ready for this? (laughs) It is possible that Zach Wilson could start week one for the Jets. Overreaction, not an overreaction. I think it's an overreaction. I know Robert Sala said this, but look, I mean, it's been, I think, three weeks. It was supposed to be a two to four week recovery. They are not going to put him on the field until they're 100% sure that knee is all right. That gets, it, it, if he has to miss a game or two, that's okay. If he has to miss you know, 12 or 15 games, that's a disaster. So I, I still think it's, it's most likely to be Flacco, um, and we'll probably find that out for sure here in the next couple of days. Harry? Yeah, this is an overreaction. And if they do decide to put Zach Wilson out there, tell me you want to be fired without really telling me you want to be fired. <laughs> <laughs> It's a reaction. I mean, it's easy. I mean, the guy comes off a tear meniscus, a torn meniscus, and a bone bruise, which you can make case the bone bruise could be worse than the torn meniscus. But Dan, why even say it if you're Robert Sala? That's what I'm confused oh, about. Oh, I think this is like misdirection. Co- co- yeah, coaches like trying to put it in the opponent's head, like, yeah, it's really going to throw off John Harbaugh and the Ravens, right? Like, they're, they're new at this. Yeah. yeah, so no, I, I, don't, <laughs> I don't know. I, I, maybe, I mean, look, maybe it's, maybe it's possible. Maybe he's making good progress. I, I think he's going to be okay. I think he's going to play early in the season, but I'd be, I'd be surprised if it was this week. Matthew Stafford, elbow injury. It could be a, an issue all season. Re- overreaction, not an overreaction, Dan. It's not an overreaction because they're going to have to manage it through the season. Like, they've got him in a good place. They, they're very happy with how they got through the offseason with it, and they're very happy with the way he's throwing the ball. But – 
it was an issue last season that they had to manage, back him off a little bit in terms of practice throws, and, and they're probably going to have to do something like that again as the season goes along. So it's an issue. I don't know that it I, – I, I don't expect it to be one that costs them games or costs him time, but they are going to have to pay attention to it. Yeah, this is not an overreaction. One of the, one of the things they have to make sure, though, without an Austin Corbett, without an Andrew Whitworth, that uh, especially week one, the Buffalo Bills, and you know that guy Von Miller is mm-hmm. not sacking Matthew Stafford, hitting that elbow over and over again. I mean, uh, it's not overreaction. Real championship teams always manage injuries, and how you do so, if you could do it effectively, could potentially lead to a Super Bowl. Not an overreaction at all. Matthew yeah. Stafford had a great season, culminated mm-hmm. with a Super Bowl. It's, an, it's a loaded team. The whole shooting matches, his elbow. Yes, without him, there's nothing. But I think he's in a good place. Man, that game is in two days. Yes, it yes. is. <laughs> Let's go, baby. Lamar Thursday Jackson is stopping conversations on a new contract Dan Graziano, when the season begins. So is that news something uh, we should overreact to, or you can't overreact to What's the overreaction? Like, are you worried it's going to be a factor for him this season? I I don't think it will be. I think he can compartmentalize, and he's going to play great. Look, this is a situation where my understanding is the relationship between the player and the team is okay. Like, like they've been talking to each other. They understand where the disconnect is contract-wise, but – Everybody there loves him. He's willing to play it out and try the contract again next spring. He doesn't want to negotiate during the season because he doesn't have an agent, and this is not the kind of thing you want to do when you're trying to play football every week and play quarterback in the NFL. So he's going to put it on the back burner and pick it up again next spring, assuming it doesn't get done this week, which it doesn't sound like it will. Um, So I think if you're worried about this affecting the Ravens or affecting Lamar Jackson, I would call that an overreaction. Yeah, I don't don't think it's an overreaction because Lamar Jackson let everyone know uh, some time ago that he was going to stop these talks when the football season began. Now, here's the overreaction. If Lamar Jackson decides that, you know what, on Saturday I'm not going out there on Sunday playing a game, that would be the overreaction. That would be something. I just, you know what, Dan, I just don't want to – why even play? Well, I mean, it's not like he's – I mean, he's getting paid $23 million this year. Like, to Lamar Jackson, think about it. Like, Lamar Jackson's total career earnings over four years to this point is about nine, nine and a half million. Mm -hmm. So the $23 million on the fifth-year option is is significant money, like, that he has not seen yet. I I think that – I think this speaks to, like, organizational structure and leadership, right? Like, this is a a strong organization that, that has, you know, the coach and the GM have been there forever. They can communicate to him. Here's how we feel. Here's why. He has a a relationship with them where he can freely communicate. And I don't think, my understanding is it's not contentious. Mm -hmm. So I think, you know, there's a sense that something will get done. They could franchise him next year. They could franchise him the year after. You start adding that money up, you're looking at maybe 130, 140 million over the next three years. He's going to be fine. Mitch Trubisky, mm-hmm. listed as the starting quarterback, or his QB1, yeah. on the depth chart, but Kenny Pickett listed at QB3. Mm-hmm. If I say, wait a minute, QB3, what the hell is going on? Is that an rea- overreaction or not an overreaction? I think it's an overreaction. I, I, if something, the, the question is, and Jeff Saturday was just mentioning this in our meeting for Get Up, like, are they going to dress three quarterbacks on Sunday? That, that, that's a... That's an interesting thing. And if they don't, then who are the two? Like, are they just trying to hold Mason? Because I know they've been trying to trade Mason Rudolph, and they haven't had any success, obviously. Are they trying to hold him out as, you know, somehow more valuable to them than other teams are willing to, 
to give them credit for. It, it's possible, but it's possible they don't think Pickett's ready to go in a game and that Rudolph would be the backup if something happened to Trubisky. But, uh, yeah, it, it's interesting. But I think teams play games with these depth charts this time of year, and, and I think that's probably all it is. Yeah, I think it's an overreaction. I, I, don't, I don't think nothing about this. Mike Tomlin, he's an old-school guy. Kenny Pickett, I think if anything was to happen to uh, Trubisky, I think he would be the next guy to go in and, and be successful. Not just play, but be successful. Yeah, I, I think that's it, what you said right there, Harry. And that's overreaction. Look, Kenny Pickett is the future for the Pittsburgh Steelers. I think the organization knows that. How he goes about evolving and maturing in that role, I, I think that's what Mike Tomlin's all about. All right, maybe you guys talked me into it. I, I feel like if Kenny Pickett would have really been putting the pressure on Trubisky as the QB1, he'd be probably listed at QB2, but maybe not. I think right. this is the public depth chart. I think yeah, if, right, if right. we had a not look the at the one that's on the chart. wall in Tomlin's office, I wonder if it might be a little different. Or maybe on the wall of his mind. Maybe. Graziano. All right, <laughs> this I want to get to. Giants offensive coordinator Mike Kafka, not head coach Brian Dable. Right. Will be will be calling the plays during the 2022 season, and my eyes open up a little bit. Is that an overreaction or not an overreaction? That your eyes open up a little yeah. bit? No, I, I think it's I think it's interesting. I, I don't think you're. I I, I think this Talk is the about way, my eyes more. Go I ahead. think it's the way it's going to be all along. Gaze into them. Yes. I think it's the way it was going to it was going to be all along. Like they they got Mike Kafka to leave Kansas City to leave Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes and that, to come to the Giants who. Max, I don't know if you know this, but they haven't been as great a team as Kansas City the last couple of years. So I, I don't think come he was going to come to that situation if he wasn't going to be a, like a step up for him as, in terms of responsibility. Mike Kafka wants to be, you know, a, a head coach someday. And, and this is some. But I also I think it speaks to, to Dayball and like what he sees his role as the head coach. Like a lot of guys, offensive coaches are going to come and be head coach. They're going to want to call the plays. They're going to want that <laughs> level of control over the, the, that thing on game day. Dayball. I think views himself more as the overseer, the tone setter, the you know, the guy who can communicate the vision to everybody. Like he'll have oversight over Kafka, and he'll be able to veto play calls if he wants. But I think it, it says a lot about how Dayball sees himself as a head coach, and I, and more than just I was brought in as an offensive guru. I'm I'm, I'm here to manage the whole team. Yeah, when I when I look at this and I've seen this, it's it's more about Dayball controlling offense, defense, and special teams, not just being honed on honed in on offense. Sometimes when you get coaches that just uh, tailor towards one side of the ball, you can have the other other two um, mm-hmm. uh, parts of the ball feel some type of way about that. But uh, you have a guy that wants to be a head coach, like you just said, Graz, give him the opportunity to call plays, and if you need to chime in at any point, then you do that. I've seen the way the offense has been ran in Kansas City, and I'm all for it. I mean, anything that kind of revolves around that with Brian Dable over the top, like the combination of both, I'm all for the Giants in their offense because our offense has been anemic at times. Well, I mean, the success of the Giants offense, I suppose, Dan, will depend on the metamorphosis of Kafka into a – It's sitting right there. It's sitting right there. I picked picked the low-hanging fruit. Metamorphosis. Somebody had to do it. Somebody just had to be Kafka metamorphosis. Do you think more people got the Rocky Graziano (laughs) reference or the metamorphosis reference? No one got either (laughs) reference, Dan. Enough the metamorphosis. No one got either reference. No. To know for sure. No. Metamorphosis was a Have Times have changed. Franz Kafka. <laughs> okay. Veteran offensive tackle Jason Peters will help so random. solidify <laughs> the Cowboys' offensive line. Is that an overreaction or not an overreaction, Dan? Uh, How old is he, Dan? 40? He's 40, okay. which, you know, that, that's... It feels young to me. The, the, uh, the I think he's, <laughs> I, I think it's an overreaction. Look, I, I he's not going to start at left tackle this week, if ever. They want to start the rookie Tyler Smith there, and, and um, and and hope that that's fine. You know, he was a first round pick. 
If Tyler Smith struggles, if they have an issue on the right side, Peters gives them a veteran, a stabilizing kind of presence uh, who can probably fill in at a number of different spots if needed. But I don't think at this stage in his career you're going to be able to count on him as one of your offensive line starters for a full season. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe he's one of these, you know, these. he already is. He's already proven he's kind of a freak athlete that can play later than most at his position. But uh, I think they're looking at him more of a, as a depth piece insurance type of guy. Yeah, I think it's an overreaction. When you have a guy that, that's that age and he's just coming onto a team right before the season starts. It's different, though, Graz, when you have a guy like that and he's been on your team mm-hmm. for some whiles and he's been through the system, he's been through practice, and he's been on that offensive line uh, working in unison. But this is different. He's just now coming to the Dallas Cowboys, so I think it's an overreaction. Mm. Yeah, I agree with you, Harry. Plus, you know, as it relates to the Cowboys, I'm, I'm just dying to see these first two games, man. Uh, the Bucks <laughs> and the Bengals, we're going to find out everything we need to know about the Cowboys in the first easy. two weeks. Mm, everything pretty much everything won't need to watch the last 15 no why not watch next 15 weeks why when he say everything he means everything Everything. that is dan graziano espn nfl insider who got both the the rocky graziano Mm -hmm. and the kafka reference Mm -hmm. gold star for dan graziano just means i'm old well, yeah, that's all it means. <laughs> that's all it means. And I paid attention to school. Does Kafka like, have a TikTok? Like Peters? Does Kafka have a TikTok, <laughs> uh, Jay wants no. Mike or Franz? Um, Franz. Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah. I like Franz better than Mike. I'm sure he's dead. Thank you, Dan. Am I going to see you later today? Oh, yeah. I'm oh, yeah. here all day, man. Excellent. You can't get rid of me. Excellent, excellent. Which new starting quarterback will have the greatest effect on his team's success this season? That's coming up. Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. Over. Or under. Keyshawn J. Willemax, Harry Douglas in for key today. We're playing over, under, win totals for teams with new starting quarterbacks. Go ahead, Shannon. All right, well, let's get it started. We've talked a lot about Mitchell Trubisky today, so let's start there. Right now, we're doing win totals for teams with new starting quarterbacks. Pittsburgh Steelers, Max, I'll start with you. Over, under, seven and a half for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Going on got? the over, as Tomlin's never been under 500. I don't know if Trubisky is going to have over seven and a half. I might take the under on Trubisky there, but I'll take the over on the Steelers. Over seven and a half. I'll take the under on Trubisky. I, look, I, I, think he's a, I think he's underrated, but I, I don't know. Just something that doesn't feel right. For the Steelers. You're yeah, taking the under the on the Steelers. Yes. So Mike Tomlin's going to have a losing season for the first I think time so, ever. For the first time. I'm going to go slightly over. I'm going to go – I think they're going to win eight games this year. So I'm going to go over. All right, let's move down to the Carolina Panthers with Baker Mayfield as their starting quarterback. Max, over under six and a half for the Carolina Panthers. Ooh, that's the right number, isn't it? <laughs> oh, I'm going to take the under because I got to see McCaffrey stay healthy for the whole season before I believe it. If he can, I think they can hit the over, but I can't bank on that. So I'm taking the under. I'll bet on CMC being healthy for the season. I'll, I'll take over. I think seven is about right to me. I think with Baker and CMC, I think that's a dynamic that we can see them winning games. I'm going to go under. We just, uh, The last two years, he's uh, played 10 games at CMC. We're talking about yep. the offensive line last year was terrible. They made some changes, but I have to see it and play in the first few games they have, the Browns, the Giants. The Saints, the Cardinals, the 49ers, the Rams. I just don't think that offensive line is going to hold up against those first few opponents, opponents either. All right, this is a big number here. Russell Wilson and the Denver Broncos, Max. Over under 10 wins for the Broncos. What say you, sir? I'm going to take the under. I think the number should have been nine and a half, but I, 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 that's a brutal division. Yeah. 
And I, I don't know. The Broncos, Broncos roster, I don't think, is number one in the division. And I don't think their quarterback's number one either. I, I, Ten wins is a lot for an over-under. i got to take the under. Even in a 17-game season, in that division, i got to take the under. I'll take the under, and this is not a knock on the Broncos. Just Wilson in his first season there in Denver with first-time head coach, first-time OC. I mean, in that division. Rookie uh, head coach and rookie OC. Yeah, and man, he's playing with them for the first it, yeah, time. It's a lot. Yeah, I'm going to go under because of that division and the conference alone. So that, that, that's what makes me think I don't, I don't think the Broncos will have over 10 wins. All right, let's go down to Atlanta where Marcus Mariota <laughs> is the guy now at starting quarterback. Max, over oh, under. Boy, Shannon, Shannon, no, no, no. You can't start with Max. Got to start with Harry. He's gonna, in uh, Atlanta. I was going to let Harry go come, last because that's uh, his on, boys. Okay, I was okay. going bu- to build up to okay, it. Right, you, got, right. you can't give it to him oh, right you say, away. Oh, you, you want to save the best for last. Okay, I got you. Say the best up. for last. Say the best for last. If you want to call it that. All right, Atlanta Falcons, Max. The number is at five, over under five wins. For Harry's Atlanta so, Falcons. So if I take five, that's not a push. I'm, I'm hitting the over. I think five <laughs> is the right number. I, it's hard to, to, to win four games. You've got to be really bad. I'm going to take the over. Harry, Jay, you up, Jay? I think I, 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 think I may uh, – <clears throat> yeah, I may slightly take over. Slightly. Barely. Barely. So I'm going to go over. Uh, one thing I do know about this division, uh, when you have a rivalry like the New Orleans Saints, usually those two teams split that game. Usually they split with Carolina. You're going to find some other teams down the line to beat as well. So I'm, I'm going to go over with this one. Five, just a low number. It would have said four and a half. <laughs> I would take the over a lot easier. Every time I just five. see his name or think about Calvin Ridley being suspended for the season, it's just like it's laughable. Yeah, it is. It's laughable. All right, uh, we're playing over under here on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. And right now we're looking at win totals for teams with new starting quarterbacks. Max, Matt Ryan in Indianapolis. The number is 10. Over or under 10 wins for the Colts wins with Matt Indy Ryan. did have last year? How many wins did Indy was it have not, last year? Was it nine? Sounds right, it nine may or ten. It been nine. It's not e- – like, ten is a high number. Like, they might ma- – they're in a better position to make a playoff run this year. And they're in a super weak division, but I, or a weak division at least. I nine, gotta, yeah, yeah, nine. I gotta take the under again. I just feel like people want Matt Ryan to still be what he was, and they keep saying it. But I don't care what how nice the franchise was being to him. You got traded for a third round pick. I, that I, tells me the league does not think you're that good anymore. That's fine. I'm gonna take the over. Um, I, I think Matt Ryan is an exponentially different quarterback than Carson Wentz, just from a confidence and a playmaking. Ability like he, the precision that Matt Ryan has, Harry, you've seen him the most being down there in Atlanta. Yep. I, I think him combined with the talent on this roster for the Colts has him an underdog to win the Super Bowl. I'm gonna go over, and I'm gonna go over because I like this key addition to their defense. Stephon Gilmore, shutdown corner, a guy that can take away half of the football field. You have two phenomenal linebackers in O'Carry K and Shaquille. Um, I can't even think of the last name because I uh, Leonard now. And then you have that defensive line, DeForest Buckner. You have to, listen, I, the run game, Jonathan Taylor, Matt Ryan in big moments is not going to squandle like we've seen Carson Wentz. So I'm going to go over with this team. Yeah, if it was the over-under was nine and a half, I would go. Like 10 to me sounds yeah, right. Yeah, 10's a, that's a tens, lot. 10 sounds number, right yeah, to me. 11 sounds like a lot. All right, we'll do one more team here, and we'll do some others later on in the show. But the last team that we'll do here, looking at win totals for teams with new starting quarterbacks this year, we're going to go to Cleveland Browns with Deshaun Watson slash Jacoby Brissett as their starting quarterbacks. 
Max, the number is eight and a half over or under Cleveland Browns win totals. I'm taking the under. I, I think people are, are thinking a lot of Jacoby Brissett, and I think Jacoby Brissett's a nice backup to have. Three or four games. You want to play 11 games? I don't think you're going to win half of those games. I think you'll win fewer than half of those games. And then what's Deshaun going to do? Go undefeated as soon as he hasn't played in two years? I like the under there. Yeah, I'll take the under for all the reasons Max just mentioned. Yeah, I'm going to go under as well. When you look at their schedule, they have the Chargers, New England, Baltimore, Cincinnati, Miami, Buffalo, Tampa, all back-to-back weeks with a bye week in there. Uh, Then Deshaun Watson comes back for Houston. We don't know how he's going to be. And you still have, after he comes back, Cincinnati, Baltimore, New Orleans, and Pittsburgh uh, to finish the division uh, series off with, with them. So I'm going to go under. Hey, can Clemson get back to being a dominant program or is Dabo and, the, and, and his Tigers, Uh-oh. have they peaked as a program? From your radio to your smart speaker and phone. Now playing ESPN Radio. Or watch on ESPN2. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Live weekday morning starting at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN2. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about Electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus. Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. 
Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Clemson quarterback, DJ. Uh-oh, say. Yagalele. By the way, I learned how to say this when he pinch hit a couple seasons ago, <laughs> and, I, and I've forgotten <laughs> since then. Uangale. Uangale. Wrong again. I don't know what it is about my brain with names. I think I get it from my, Here we go now. my Here we go. parents who mispronounce names so brutally, it must be intentional, I used to think when I was a kid. I can't, I can't do it with names. I don't know why. I'm the same way, Max. I'm not even going to lie. Especially when you get into those, like, hockey names and stuff like that. Yeah. Whew. Eastern European, it lots gets, of consonants, one after it, another. It gets brutal. Yeah. Not to bet. Gesundheit. Listen. Bless you. What would you say? Did you sneeze? See, DJ ukulele. <laughs> Listen, Just I was, Max, as I one more, say. One more time for us. Say his name, Max. One more At, time for us. Ukulele. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the, the Jay, Jay Max called him an instrument. He called him a ukulele. A ukule- ukulele, DJ ukulele. That's what oh, it gets man. stuck in, in my brain a certain ukulele. way, and I can say it That's 15 hilarious. times. As I always tell people, oh, I called him Hollyfield. I watched him through the Olympics, turn pro, be, clean out the cruiserweight division, move up. To, I was still calling him Hollyfield. I don't know why. It just got it stuck in my head. What? Oh, man. Uh, until he, until he, you know, Holyfield, it took me five years to say it right, and that's an easy name. Listen, when you have a brain as complex and brilliant as mine, some things slip through. You the struggle cracks. with simple yeah, names? Simple things, right? Like Terrell? Einstein <laughs> Terrell also is bad he with had names. To be able to say oh, yeah. By the way, Terrell and Terrell? Terrell Owens ruined the name Terrell for me forever. Terrell? Who says it like Terrell? Are you as smart as you project yourself to be if you can't remember simple names? Clearly not. Yeah. Mm. Can Clemson get back to being a dominant program? Or has Dabo and have they peaked? Has Dabo's Tigers program peaked? Listen to Dabo Sweeney on having a selfless team. Well, we've got competition at every position, but I think to be great, you know, you gotta be selfless. And, you know, that's just the way it is. You know, you you gotta, you gotta, you gotta be a selfless player. You know, you gotta be ready, and you gotta, you gotta root for your teammates. And uh, this is a, this is a special team in that way. They're very selfless. They're very self-aware. They really love each other. They pull for each other. And man, I promise you, nobody was pulling more for K, for for DJ to have a good night than Cade. Uh, you know, they're just two really amazing, humble young people uh, that that love and support each other. So, Harry, I, I know that, you know. Clemson had a top five defense last year. I understand yeah. that their defense is next level, but I, I've been waiting to see the progression from DJU, right, from the quarterback position. I know he shed 35 pounds, but it was interesting. When that game was, what, 14-10, 13-10 around that score? 14-10, yep. It was uh, before they pulled away in the fourth, and he looked good in the middle of the third quarter. I get it. It still didn't feel like I was watching – a top five team. Now, maybe they can grow into a top five team, right? Um, but for a, a Georgia Tech team that was supposed to finish, you know, six out of seven teams in the Coastal Division of the ACC, I'm just like saying, wow, okay. Like, this is, this is problematic for me. And for DJU, like, when you think about the lineage of incredible quarterbacks that have came through Clemson from Deshaun Watson to Trevor Lawrence and these guys playing at that level, their defense can take them so far – but you're looking for that quarterback to be superb, and I'm just not sure he is that yet. I'm not sure. 
And, and I tell you, Jay, for, for Clemson to, to get back to what they was, winning national championships and uh, winning in the college football playoffs, it's going to take that quarterback position. You talk about a guy in Deshaun Watson. You talk about a guy in um, – Trevor Lawrence, who, who did it. And right now, I just don't think DJU is there. Um, I was at that game last night, so I got to see a lot of things up close and personal. And that offense just doesn't look explosive. It doesn't look like it's hitting on all cylinders. And I tell you now, guys, if it wasn't for a block punt, literally, if it wasn't for a block punt by Georgia Tech, I don't even know if the offense even gets started. That block punt allowed Clemson to score their first touchdown in the second quarter with 9.53 left. But let me – here's another secret. It took them four downs to score the football. I think like inside the five-yard line. Literally took fourth and goal and Will Shipley to score a touchdown for them to actually score. But then you get to a moment where you're, 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 you're up 14 to 10, and they go down and they kick a field goal. And if it wasn't for Georgia Tech – and their offensive linemen jumping off sides. Because I actually thought their offensive coordinator, Chip Long, was calling some good plays and designing some great things, but they started putting themselves in holes. And then you look at Clemson, and they got to a third-and-two situation. And this is when the game was 17-10 because it could have turned right here. DJU made a remarkable play. It's, it's not high as I was on him last night. He made a remarkable play and pitched the ball back to Will Shipley. Yeah. And then they went down and scored a touchdown and made it 24-10. If he doesn't make that play, then this game, it may be a different ball game. But I know every coach, head coach right now in the ACC, in that conference, is saying, you know what, the ACC is wide open. We can win it. That was my take on it. I do not think Clemson is a top five team. I don't know if they're a top ten team from what I seen last night because if they would have played an opponent that was even halfway better than Georgia Tech last night, they would have lost that game uh, to anybody else. So if I'm in the ACC and I'm looking at things across the board – I know right now that my team, uh, I mean, if your team is up to standards now, can win the ACC at any given moment. So in my eyes, it's up for grabs, and it's not just Clemson that's going to take the throne this year. 888-SAY-ESPN, 729-3776. Josh in South Dakota has something to say, guys. Morning, Josh. It's a sport of games, better than diamond rings, and that's why they call the show football. Sundays in the sun, referees whistle blow. That's why they call the show football, football. In the infamous words of Russell Crowe, are you not entertained? Let's get excited, fellas. Are you not entertained? Hey, we <laughs> came with the lyrics and the rhyme. I mean, we're Sang all happy and everything. Back. Put a little something in it, too. <laughs> yeah, put a little R&B pop on that. Are you not entertained? Hey, Baby Huey's on the line. I thought Baby Huey Baby passed Huey. decades ago, but... Cold, cold eyes. Get baby Huey. <laughs> hey, wow. what's up, guys? How you doing? Hey, I wanted to do a shout out to the Buckeyes. Uh, spectacular defense. Yeah. Will they win the Big Ten? And can they make the playoffs? Harry, I'll say this about the defense. That defense is exponentially better than what it was last year. New personnel yep. on the sidelines definitely helping that. And C.J. Stroud got off to a slow start, but we still all know how explosive this offense could be. I, I think it's – and Notre Dame, to me, is a legit team. Like, if yeah, Clemson was playing at Notre Dame, understand. they would have lost that game. That's what's crazy yep. about the point spread in that game. Tells you how much people thought of Ohio State. Real quick, Harry, we got like 20 seconds. Yeah, I'll say Jim Knowles coming over from Oklahoma State where they had a top five defense, had those guys playing well, drew up some great blitz. And I think uh, you've seen Ohio State go back to the ground game, two phenomenal backs, especially in that fourth quarter, and went down, scored a touchdown, to go ahead and seal it. Here's the question, guys. Is it in the Jets' best interest to sit Zach Wilson, not just week one, 
But until he is fully healthy, uh, the word is healthy in English. What? Keyshawn, J. Will and Max, Harry Douglas in for Key. We're back in moments. ESPN Radio. Listen to Keyshawn, J. Will and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio. Everywhere you are. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.